Hi, everyone. This year, New Year's Eve falls on a Monday. The end of the year is always a great time to reflect on the past and to think about the future. So today, we're doing a retrospective of our first 10 Micro Monday guests. If you've missed any of their episodes, there will be a link in the show notes so you can catch up. I hope you enjoy it, and I wish you all the best for 2019. It's Micro Monday, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, Community Manager at Micro.blog. And since this is our first episode, I thought it would be appropriate to chat with the person who brought us Micro.blog, Manton Reese. So, Manton, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm excited about this podcast. Me too. And yes, you were the obvious first choice for uh, interviewee. This idea we have is to talk to people who participate in micro.blog every week to just get an idea about the different kinds of community members and how they're using the platform, what kind of things they like and they're blogging about. But primarily the idea is to be really short because this is micro Monday, not macro Monday. And so we have set ourselves a very ambitious goal of having this podcast be about five minutes per person. But this is the first one, so we'll see how it goes. We are the guinea pigs. And I also should say that we have some basic questions that we are planning to ask everybody who comes on to Micro Monday, the microcast. And so I'm going to test out these questions on Manton, starting with, how did you hear about Micro.blog, Manton? <laughs> well, it uh, may not surprise you to uh, know that I was one of the first people <laughs> to hear about Micro.blog. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it's funny, like micro.blog didn't used to, it used to have a different name and it was kind of like a code name. Maybe I might've released it with that name. And so there's kind of two answers to the question. The first is I heard about it cause you know, I created it and named it. But the second part is kind of like in the middle of its life before I announced it and before I did the, the Kickstarter, the, the dot blog top level domains became available. And I thought if I could get micro.blog, yeah. I'll rename it. Yeah. <laughs> like that'll just be perfect. And so I, I got it. Yeah. And they had a funny system where you had to register and, you know, if two people had tried to get the name, it would go to auction and it was just kind of complicated and expensive, but I was able to get it and I'm really happy with the name. I think it's worked out great. Next up, Christine Lane, who is known as Modern Little Me on Micro.blog. Well, I joined Micro.blog as a way to start writing more. Um, mm-hmm. Again, just kind of collecting all those thoughts that would flip through my head, but I wouldn't write them down, like physically, tangibly write them down. And I was like, well, hey, this might be the great way to, you know, write them down, not forget them and revisit them later. Um, but now really, I'm just using it as a way to kind of track life. Um, as simple as that. I don't post on Facebook, don't post on Twitter. Um, I want to own my thoughts. I don't want somebody else to own them. And um, yeah, I guess that's basically it. Just random little snippets of life that I don't want to forget, whether it's something the kids did or something that I saw or just a great moment when I was teaching or something as minor as, hey, I did this, you know? <laughs> right. Now let's hear from Scott Yoshinaga, episode three's guest, also known as Kimono Stereo. 
Um, I think I heard about it first when uh, Manton was doing his Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. um, and that was through John Gruber. And then I kind of, I, I looked at it and I couldn't quite figure out how this was going to work. So I kind of put it in the back of my mind. And then I think after the Kickstarter had completed, um, um, Mr. Gruber used it. Um, I guess he cross-posted it to Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, he was doing something about sports and I took a look at it and I'm like, hey, it's this micro dot blog thing. Let's check out what that's all about. And at that time, it was still um, – you still couldn't sign up for it. I, I think only if you oh, were right. a Kickstarter uh, participant, right. you could get in there. But there was a little email box that said sign up if you wanted to uh, you know, be notified when we're opening um, – open to other people coming in. So um, I did that. And it was, uh, I think I got my invitation right before I took a trip to Japan for vacation. And so I, I signed up for my account. And it was at, around the time that I, I'm on the airplane thinking about this thing. And I'm like, hey, if, I, if what I'm reading is correct, I can do this from my own blog, which I used to do a lot of. So that might be more mm -hmm. fun than, you know, just using straight microdoc blogs. So when I get back... Um, let me figure out how to, you know, how to, to make that all work. And so uh, that's what I did in the end. I, I ended up um, digging out my uh, movable type blog and trying to figure out how, how to hook it up to micro.blog. And uh, the rest is, uh, I guess, history because now that, <laughs> now that I've, I figured it out, <laughs> I've been posting kind of regularly and it's been a lot of fun. Episode four featured Patrick Roan. Yes. And that gets to you know, another question, which is, what do I like about it? See, I'm doing your job yeah. for you, Gene. I'm sorry. I love that. this. Um, I'm going to go get a coffee. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know, so uh, and yes, that's one of the things I love about it is this. And certainly one of the things I thought very deeply about my time away from the Web mm -hmm. um, which was essentially like, OK, if I were to come back to it fresh, you know, thinking about how I would go about doing things today, kind of given the tools that are out there and what we know now, uh, mm -hmm. given how social networks work and stuff like that, you know, how would I approach this? Um, and yes, I love the idea that, that, um, you know, uh, micro dot blog is essentially just, you know, it's kind of built on top of the independent web that, is already there and is, you know, kind of embracing it and saying, hey, you know, we'll certainly give you your own kind of, you know, post once syndicate elsewhere experience, you know, here and we'll even, you know, host your little microblog for you, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's our business model is how we'll make a little money. Um, but if you've already got something and you're independent and you're happy with that, we're going to, we're going to support that too. And I, I, I love that. I just love that. There, there, there's, there's something I, I like to call philosophy.text, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know how, you know, back in the old days of software, you download, uh, you know, some, some program and always come with a, a, you know, a couple of dot text files. One of those dot text files was generally like a read text, right? <laughs> right, read right. Text was, you know, so you'd want to read that first. You'd describe how to install it and kind of what it is and maybe some special features and uh, probably give you the version history. But 
Almost all software also comes with what I like to call a philosophy.txt, even though it's not included in the package. But it's very evident once you start using something. Um, you can immediately see the philosophy behind what went into its development by the choices they they have made, right? By the mm -hmm. features they have included and the features they have left out, by the way that those features that are included work, um, by the sensible defaults that they have built in, by the non-sensible defaults they have built in. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and that will kind of give you an overview of the philosophy.txt that should have been included with the, uh, with the software, in my humble opinion. Um, uh, I would love to see that with more software. I would love to. I would love to see an actual philosophy.txt from the developer that says, "Hey, this is why I made this. This is why this works this way. These are the choices I made, and this is the philosophy behind the software." You know, Manton seemed very upfront with a philosophy.txt of, "Here's what this is. Here's why I'm building it. Here's why it's got these features. Any other feature requests will be weighed against." this philosophy.txt. On episode five, we got to talk to Kit, um, that's K-I-T-T, -T, on micro.blog. A um, couple years ago, I stopped using Twitter aggressively. Um, I, <laughs> I like was looking for another social network to become involved in. Uh, I really like the images of Instagram, but I am way not a fan of Facebook and I never have been. And so I've been reluctant to go all in on Instagram. And I feel that micro.blog fills the need for community for me in a way that early Twitter did and the way that I really wanted Instagram to do uh, when I had stopped using Twitter so much. Um, so I'm using micro.blog as a place to for like on a personal level, jot down thoughts and post pictures and tell stories about things going on in my life. But more importantly to me is to be able to reach out to other people and see how they're doing and where I can help. And you know, if we're all lucky in the end of this, we build a community within micro.blog. That's mm -hmm. this welcoming part of the internet that spills over into the real world. So yeah, I'm, I'm using micro.blog as a way to meet people. On episode six, I got to talk to Jonathan Hayes, who is known as Cheesemaker on Micro.blog, and he also is one of the developers of the Micro.blog apps, um, has worked with Manton for quite a while, and so I got some good historical info on how he and Manton met and how Sunlight got started. I first met Manton about eight or nine years ago. Uh, at all places, uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, our sons <laughs> oh, went no. to this. Our sons went to the same kindergarten, and uh, my son invited his son to uh, his birthday party. And so when Manton came to pick up his son, I, he was wearing a T-shirt that said "I make Mac software." Uh, and uh, so I asked him, you know, what's that about? And so we got to talking, and uh, over time we sort of ran in the same iOS development circles and became closer friends because of our our son's friendship and uh that's over <laughs> eventually we were we were on a vacation together and we said hey uh what do you think about making a nap together and that's actually how uh, the, the genesis of sunlit and, and for the benefit of those who don't know um what is sunlit and what does it do uh so sunlit is a photo sharing uh app 
uh, or a photo blogging app, actually more appropriately now. Um, mm-hmm. it, we originally wrote it for the app.net platform way back in the day. Um, and obviously for the listeners that are familiar with that, that platform, uh, you know, went away and we sort of shelved Sunlit for a few years. Um, but then when Manton started working on the micro.blog platform, uh, we, I actually pulled it out of, uh, cold storage and started, you know, tinkering with it. And we sort of realized, oh, you know, this would be perfect for photo blogging for the micro, micro blog platform. And, um, we sort of, uh, rewrote a lot of the internals, got rid of all of the app.net specific code. And, uh, I, I'm really happy with how it turned out actually. For episode seven, I ventured a little farther afield and spoke with Rosemary Orchard, who lives in Vienna, and she is Rosemary Orchard on Micro.blog. I love the community. So whether it's in the little Slack channel that there is or just on Microblog in general, you always see people sharing things that, and it's for the enjoyment of others. So you don't see people harassing other people and so on, which I know was one of the points of microblog, yeah. which is why you're the community manager. And I like that there's a person who's a community manager and she has a name and her name is Jean McDonald and she's lovely. Um, and yeah, that it makes me feel safe. Even though I've, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I've never felt unsafe on the internet, but it's, it's really nice to have people there looking out for you that you can help look out for as well. Sergio Rees was our guest on episode eight and he's Sergio underscore 101 on micro.blog. Actually, you know, I had a blog before blog software was available. Um, what, it's a long story. I mean, this is over 25, 30 years of stuff. But uh-huh. um, So back in the mid-90s, I was in a band, and we were playing everywhere, all over the place. And wow. so... I was doing photography for behind the scenes, backstage, all you know, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and reporting on what was going on on the road through a magazine. It was a little like a, a paper flyer. It was a little bit longer than a flyer, but it's called the Village Buzz, and it was about um, our travels on the road with all of our favorite bands and stuff. So I ended up um, making a website using. It was one of the old PHP CMSs, and I can't even remember what it was called. Mm-hmm. But it ended up breaking all the time. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it kept getting hacked because it's open source. So yeah. it was getting hacked all the time. So I decided that that format was not really conducive to what we were doing because everything had to be pigeonholed and there was a lot of layout issues and stuff. So I thought, well, you know, for what we're doing, it might – and there was nobody on the internet yet, so it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> there was nobody. There was a couple of dorks, and I was one of them. So I, at that time, I thought, well, it doesn't really – it doesn't make sense to have to pigeonhole everything and make everybody work so hard to find what they're interested in. It would make more sense to do, like, reverse chronological order and just blah, put everything up to the front. Yeah. And so I thought, wow, that's a great idea. <laughs> so I started so, looking around, and there was nothing, so I ended up – um and and I, I know that I'll get crucified for this, but I ended up writing the thing in ASP because that's the only server that we had at that time uh-huh. and it ran ASP. I didn't we didn't have any other things, so I had to hurry up and learn ASP and hurry up and figure out how to get a database set up. <laughs> but um that was it. We ran that thing wow. for a long time and people followed that for a long time. That's good. So um what was the name of your band? My band was called Adrenaline Rocket. Oh, 
Good name. And what did you play? Uh, I played the drums, and we we did just like indie rock, post punk kind of thing. Oh, cool. That's so it, was, fun. it was a lot of fun. I went even further afield for episode nine and spoke with Jess Nicholson, who hails from Wellington, New Zealand, and she's known as at herself on Microdotblog. Then at some point, yeah, I got the email saying, hey, would you like to sign up? And um, <laughs> I just signed up for the trial. And I, to be honest, sort of thought, oh, I'll have a look. But, you know, like like most things, it'll probably, you know, not turn turn into anything, but I'll I'll right. sign up and for the trial. Even though I'm feeling quite allergic to uh, creating new accounts on uh, sites these days, but um, mm-hmm. just the community was so great and people seemed so nice, and there were some genuinely interesting conversations going on. Um, that yeah. it just feels like uh, a really nice place to hang out. That's that's true. I 100% agree with that. So. Um, now, did you have a blog before you had a micro blog? Um, yeah, I, I've got sort of uh, quite a long history with blogging. Um, I think my first blog, I actually had to look it up because um, I was with DiaryX in, I'm pretty sure, 2000. And um, so that was the start of my first blog 18 years ago. Mm. And um, I was doing it as a, wow, how old would I have been? My early 20s. Um, still, you know, sort of experimenting with um, what happens on the web and what are we going to make this, uh, you know, into. Yeah. And um, those early sort of heady days of, um, you know, people just um, bearing their hearts into yes. the, you know, into this random space and, you know, having kind of conversations with other people sort of yeah. before um, everything was sort of, before everything became monetized and everyone was trying to sell you things. And finally, for this retrospective, we talked to Serena, who's Vishe, V-I-S-H-A-E, on blog. Um, and she's in Australia. I, I, I join a lot of um, fountain pen. Like I follow a lot of fountain <laughs> You're pen You're one people. of the, yeah. the pen people, as I call them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I we, we have a lot of pen people on micro.blog. I, I, as you can probably tell, I'm not a pen person. <laughs> um, and, and I'm kind of afraid of the pen people because I feel like you, you all are going to lure me into yet another expensive hobby. One of us, one of us. <laughs> it's actually, it's a dangerous hobby. <laughs> I remember joining and like, ah, yeah, I, not joining officially, but like when I was first interested, I'm like, yeah, I'll never buy like a $300 pen. Like that will never be me. <laughs> and now I'm like scrolling through some of these like custom made pens. I'm like, ooh, that, that's yeah. not too bad. <laughs> it's only yeah. $300. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, before we wrap up on mm-hmm. this chat, which has been just fascinating, and I know I could totally go on for a couple of hours now talking about this. And, uh, we, I have I a tendency def- of just talking nonstop. Yeah, so, so do I. <laughs> um, so we're not going to talk about your cat uh, <laughs> um, or my guinea pigs. 
my cat was wanting to come into this room mm-hmm. just before, and I had oh, to really? throw her out the room because she's like, <laughs> you know, she can open up sliding doors and stuff, and she's oh. she, was, she was trying to get her way in, and I'm like, no, no, you, you stand out today. <laughs> oh well, we won't we won't keep her out for too much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have covered a lot of things that you like about Micro.blog, but is there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap it up? Um, I think uh, because Micro.blog is such a new um, service and a new community, uh, it's one of those exciting opportunities where you can help shape something. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as I said, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a programmer or coder of any kind, and I know a lot of people out there are creating stuff uh, for this community, like new apps and stuff, and I find that fascinating. Uh, mm-hmm. But even if you aren't one of those people, uh, I feel as a contributor, like just, just by being part of the community, you can help shape the, the, you know, social aspects of it. And I find that really exciting because, you know, you, you can help, you know, what, what are the social norms on this platform? People are still trying yeah. to work that out. And that's, that's really cool. And that's it for our special New Year's Eve retrospective of Micro Monday, which launched in 2018. If you want to follow any of the folks you heard on this podcast, there are links in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Mm